Hello, everybody. Dr. Lonnie Stewart here from the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Are you a physical therapy student about to start studying for the National Physical Therapy Examination? Or maybe you're a professor, a program director, or a clinical instructor who teaches DPT students preparing for the NPTE? Either way, we would recommend checking out our sponsor, NPTE Final Frontier, and the community they've built around preparing for and succeeding on the NPTE. That exam and the preparation that goes along with it can be long, tedious, difficult, and stress-inducing, but it doesn't have to be. NPTE Final Frontier has the tactics and resources to help address all of the usual barriers. They even have scholarships to help with NPTE study courses, FSBPT registration fees, and even research opportunities. And if that's not enough, they're even donating to the very first annual HET Podcast Scholarship to be awarded at the end of every year. Go to NPTEFF.com for all of the details and use code HET for 10% off all purchases. Links to both the NPTE Final Frontier and their scholarship options are available in the show notes. And now, let's get ready to learn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. This is a Teach Me Something Tuesday episode. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field. And this is a continuation of our Burnout Teach Me Something Tuesday series. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about how to recognize some of the signs and symptoms of burnout. I myself had experienced burnout very early in my career. I was probably three or four years into my career working at a hospital-based system, and it just was not working out for me. There were a couple of good things. I ascended the ladder to leadership pretty quickly, but it just wasn't very fulfilling overall. And the people were great. I think it was just a systematic thing for me. So some of the things that I started recognizing were reduced performance and productivity. Uh, we had a productivity standard of 90%, which was doable. It was manageable. But supervisors and clinic directors were actually given even less productivity. Their productivity with patient care was about 75% so that they could take the 25% and put it toward administrative duties. And I found that even with the reduced productivity, my performance and hitting those productivity numbers still was not there. I struggled and I couldn't really pinpoint why. Uh, it was just a bad situation overall, a bad feeling every time I would go into the clinic, which brings us to our next sign or symptom of burnout, and that's anxiety. And I never really dealt with anxiety. I never, I never had to face anxiety too much. And when I did, I was able to handle it and control it fairly well. But uh, every Monday morning going into the clinic, I would get just that little burst of anxiety because I was like, not really sure that I enjoy what I'm doing. I don't know that I finished everything from last week that needed to be done. There were projections and spreadsheets and numbers that all had to be entered. And I just, again, back to the reduced performance and then feeling anxious about the reduced performance, which was not like me. I was usually a pretty high performer. Another sign and symptom of burnout is detachment, isolation, just removing yourself from your normal social setting, friends, family. For me, it was pretty bad because I was the clinic director at a satellite clinic for the hospital, which was way out there, right on the border there of North and South Carolina, not anywhere near the actual hospital. So I was literally 
on my own little island out there. And I was the only therapist at times. It was just me in the front desk. And then two days a week, we had a pelvic floor therapist come in. Two other days, we had a speech therapist and an occupational therapist come in. I found myself not interacting with the larger group and just isolating myself to my own little clinic, doing my own thing, making sure it was running and functioning. And then that was about it, just the bare minimum. Another sign or symptom, and this was not necessarily something I experienced, but oftentimes during burnout, people experience this feeling of listlessness or irritability. I find a lot of times that when I get stressed out or have a lot of projects on my plate, that's when I generally thrive. And so I'm not too worried about performing and getting things done when I have several projects at once. But if things don't go your way, if you're not happy, if you have these projects stacking up and you feel like they're not getting anywhere, I can see how it could be easy to become irritable and uh, that nervous, anxious energy of listlessness. Another sign or symptom of burnout is low mood or a low affect, meaning just zoned out, zombied out, like that zombie workforce that you hear about from time to time. No real high highs, hopefully not low lows, but just very bland, very blah, very neutral in the mood department. Another one that was a big one for me, but this was also probably due to my ADHD, which I didn't know I had at the time, is difficulty concentrating. I found that I had that constantly while I was the clinic director out there because I was always thinking of what had to get done, what needed to get done, what numbers had to be hit, what did the projections look like. And that was all while I was treating patients. So it was hard for me to concentrate on my patients and give them the 100% of the care they needed when I was concentrating on something else or thinking about some other project or some deadline that I had looming over my head. Uh, another one, and this is a big one I find that really starts to lead to physical therapists exiting either their setting or their situation, uh, and hopefully not the profession, but I've seen it happen sometimes is lack of creativity. I was so handcuffed. And as an English major, physical therapy was not a natural transition for me. However, I always need some sort of creative outlet. And that's where a lot of the podcasts and the business coaching and the writing and the books and all that and the blogging come in. I need a creative outlet. And in the position I was in, I was stifled. I was very handcuffed, could not do too much. It took me about three years to get to a point where I could finally just say the heck with it. And I put in a grant for what I called a WeHab system, where we use the Nintendo Wii for balance and exercise training for geriatric population. And I did that just on my own. I didn't even talk to my supervisor about it. I just submitted it. It ended up getting selected. They loved it and they implemented it into five other clinics. So that was really where I saw, hey, my creativity here is just being suffocated. I need to get out. I need to go somewhere else where I have a little more autonomy and can do more creative things with my physical therapy background and my English background. Another sign or symptom is fatigue or exhaustion. Just constantly feeling tired, feeling run at, run down, feeling low en energy. If you're feeling that and experiencing that, again, it could just be a lack of motivation. It could be that lack of creativity. It could be that lack of excitement, joy, and happiness that you're supposed to have with something that you truly love doing. Physical therapy is a great profession, but if you're not in it because you love it and you love the patient care and you love helping people, it could get very tough and difficult for you. And you, that can run you down and really get you to the point of fatigue or just exhaustion. Another one is frequent illness. If you're constantly getting sick, again, it's probably because you're run down, you're anxious, you're not sleeping well, you're not staying hydrated. 
all of these things add up to more stress, more anxiety. And the more your body runs at that high level, it's going to break down more and more. So if you're constantly getting sick, if you're constantly falling ill, it could be a sign that you're starting to, to hit burnout. And then the last but not least example of a sign or symptom that I think we're seeing a lot nowadays in, in healthcare in general, especially post-COVID, is escape fantasies, where you're just constantly daydreaming of what it would be like if I didn't work here, what it would be like if I found another job that I really liked or another setting or another population to work with. But what if I started my own thing? And I think that's where finally it got to the point that I had to go where it's like, hey, I need to start running things the way I think they should be done. And starting a business was actually one of the greatest things I could have done for burnout and for really re-engaging myself and challenging myself and pushing myself to, to find that new level of happiness and utilize my creativity. And luckily, there's a ton of good business coaches and mentors these days. I wish there were more of them back when I was graduating from PT school, because I think I would have started this journey a lot earlier. And luckily for me, I've found a nine to five position that I truly enjoy. Then on my free time, I get to work on my businesses and stuff. And that has really kept me fulfilled, given me a purpose. And truth be told, I have not experienced burnout since starting my own business and stuff. So those are just some signs and symptoms of burnout. I uh, hope that you can jot down a list and see, do a little self-examination and see if you fit any of those. If you fit a lot of them, which I did back in the day, then you may want to start thinking about our next episode, which will kind of go into how to fight and avoid burnout, tips, tricks, tactics to beat burnout. Hope this was helpful. Keep an eye out for some of those signs and symptoms of burnout, and we will catch you on the next episode. I hope that episode was entertaining as much as it was informational and educational. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes, we ask you to please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. And please share out the episodes to those who you feel may be able to benefit from them. We also urge you to follow us on all social media platforms at HET Podcast. And let us know what topics or experts you would like to hear from in future episodes. And just as a reminder, none of the information on today's show should be considered medical advice. It's simply infotainment or edutainment to help educate our audience. For medical advice, we always advise you to reach out to your preferred medical professionals. And we'll see you on the next show.